<laughs> Take my hand and follow me into the darkness of horror film reviews and real tales of the paranormal. I'm Mr. Steve, and welcome to my horror section. Well, you made it. Season 2, done. Welcome to the big finale. And what better way to round out the season all about paranormal activity than to take a look at one of the most legendary films about the subject, Poltergeist. And I'm not talking about that not-so-well-done remake that was made, but the 1982 original. But, before I get into that, I have a very special treat for you. A very common denominator in almost all of the films and series I've talked about this season is the appearance of a psychic medium somewhere in the mix. Well, I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine who happens to be a very powerfully gifted individual, Mary Cassidy. Mary is a massage therapist who has the ability to connect with our spiritual energy, communicate with loved ones, and see into our past lives, among other things. She is an incredible being, and she has helped me so much in, shall we say, rediscovering my soul. So without further ado, I present my interview with Mary Cassidy. I know there are many types of psychics and mediums in the world, and how would you classify yourself? Um, I always just thought I had gifts and I didn't want to put a title on it because I always thought, but what if I'm not? Mm -hmm. And I'm walking around calling myself a medium or a psychic. And right. so I, I think I just title myself as I have gifts and, um, but I went to this, uh, holistic psychic fair a couple weeks ago and I had an aura picture taken and, um, the guy came out to me and he comes up to me and kind of nudges up to my shoulder. And he goes, are you a medium? And I said, well, I have some gifts. And, um, and then we were just joking. He's like, do you have a booth here? You know, so it was just cute. And yeah. he's just like, you have, uh, the, you win the award for the largest third eye opening of the day. So I'm like, oh, cool. It just kind of... <laughs> Uh, just tells me, yeah, yeah, I do have some gifts, so it's nice, and I just try to be humble, you know what Absolutely. I mean, yeah, so, and be thankful. Yeah, yeah. so marry the gifted. <laughs> <laughs> so, next question, would you be so kind and describe the different types of abilities that you have? Okay, um, like, like I wanted to show you a few when yes. I worked on you a little bit ago, so, um, so I, I like to just start out um, with feeling people's energies. And just like right now, I just saw that you have like someone sitting over here. just saw it like a spark. But yeah, so um, yeah, <laughs> sorry. Um, but, um, you know, I like to feel people's, people's energy and the energy of their body. And when that happens, things start to come in. And... Um, we use the tuning fork. I use a singing bowl. So with those uh, to unblock energy and to raise a vibration. Um, I call on to Reiki. If you're, I don't know if you're familiar with that. It's like, I know of it. I, okay. I, I'm not an expert in it. I, I, I know kind of what it is. Uh, a Japanese hands-on healing. And um, so when I do that, I call on to my higher power. And that opens up a bunch of doors. And that's when... Um, uh, visits come through or messages come through or um, I'm able to read uh, your energy a little more gotcha. say what's going on or if you have blocked areas or blocked chakras or um, or attachments and um, I also have a knowing like I have a feeling and a knowing and I see things um, and but I also feel what you feel like with like the heart it's just like whoo that was heavy or there's a lot on my shoulders or clearing my throat 500 times you know because I'm like he's not saying there's something <laughs> yeah so or he's holding on or he or she or whoever they're holding on to 
a lot of energy and not releasing or gotcha. yeah and um so like with that so with like the energy reading mm -hmm. you um so when you see um like the messages that come through do you like is it um when you get these images mm -hmm. is, are you seeing them in your mind or do you visually see things both like both both okay. yeah like that little spark of like oh there's an energy right there next mm -hmm. to you like okay. i saw like a like a big twinkle, okay. like a like a burst of flash. light and uh -huh. a flash, or okay. and sometimes it's um, I can see a shadow of a person, okay. and then I just I tap into it. It's like, oh yeah, that's grandpa or that's whoever. That's like, oh no, that's just your guide, and your guides are saying this or that. Um, but I also th see through my mind's eye. Okay. Um, and and that's a lot. I have my eyes closed quite a bit. Uh -huh. Um. And that just, you know, I can see it, I can visualize it. Mm -hmm. um, I, it's both. I can feel it. You, mm -hmm. you can feel things. Yeah. Sure. And kind of to go on to that, when you're seeing like through your mind's eyes, mm -hmm. do, you, do you consider that almost like how like, like your imagination in a way, but not the same, like, you're, like how I imagine myself like flying off of a mountaintop mm -hmm. and you see that is that kind of the same thing or not really yeah like if you were to say close your eyes and mm -hmm. visualize waterfalls and you're seeing that right now that's, that's what that's what i see of, yeah okay, I and, wondered that. and sometimes it's um like people who have a lot on their mind mm -hmm. and it's like i'll feel like uh like i get little signs either like like uh, like yesterday I was getting like a goose egg on my head like oh. right here I'm like they have a lot right They're here so, <laughs> so yeah so um like when I see it um it's not as clear as went through my mind's eye oh, okay. like it's almost like a movie yeah, gotcha. it's just like it's playing out and you just ride it and you're like there might be eight messages coming from that little bit of movie, you know? Okay. So that's the way I could describe it. Okay. Yeah. Okay. But there's also, like, signs and, um, like, or just even messages, mm -hmm. you know, like the messages I shared. Those were just coming straight through just... as words. Okay. Yeah, those weren't, like, visual. Those were, like, this is what needs to be said. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. I'm dying to know this. So how okay. old were you when you first discovered that you had these gifts? Okay. So, um, there was always like, uh, I always felt really weird and <laughs> like I didn't belong. I still don't feel like I belong, but. <laughs> That's how I feel sometimes a lot, actually. I, yeah. I, I just, I, mm -hmm. I'm not, he, I'm not supposed to be here. Like right. I'm finding my place and yeah. here and here. So, mm -hmm. um, so when I was younger, um, I would see things, okay. but I didn't know what it was. Gotcha. But it, and then it was a lot of feeling okay. when I was um, in seventh grade. I was staying at my grandma's house. Can I tell you a story? Yeah, mind? Okay. So I was at my grandma's house, and um, we were there all the time. Uh, but I was staying in my uncle's room, but my uncle had committed suicide, like, two years prior oh, okay. so he in that house gotcha. and nobody had stayed in that room and that was my first time since then um that night i kept seeing him walk down the hall oh. he was just you know and my grandma was a freak about all those little plug in lights everywhere oh. so i was just like you know i was like am i really seeing him but i just kept seeing him walking up and down the hall and i couldn't sleep and i was little freaked out um and i went into my grandmother's room and i said grandma i'm scared i keep seeing uncle mike and yeah. um and she said go out to the couch you'll be fine and i walked out and i fell right to sleep but oh. then that kind of sparked all the like um yeah i'm getting jittery thinking about it um <laughs> just that just the interest in everything sure. like that can i good. see things you know and um but that kind of started it and oh, that kind of okay. like that made me more aware yes. that I could see that. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah. It opened the, 
the, the pathway almost. It was like, okay, all right, so yeah. did I? And yeah. all right, well, let's keep going. At least, yeah. <laughs> when we were kids, my younger sister, she, we're a year apart. Um, we would get ready in the bathroom together, and no one was home, uh-huh. and we'd always see shadows. Oh. And um, <laughs> yeah, and then when I was older, um, if no one was home, I wouldn't leave my bedroom if it was dark. Like, even, yeah, it was just, like, it was kind of freaky. Just, yeah. Yeah, it was just, like, okay, yeah, we're good. I'm safe in my little area. Right. So, yeah. Uh, So, did these abilities uh, frighten you when you first discovered them? Or did they more intrigue you or a little bit of both? So, both. Like, yeah. So, it it did kind of scare me. And um, and it it was just, and it was new. But being young and, you know, um, I just wanted them more. Sure. You know, yeah. and so I, but I didn't know where to look for any of this. Right. You know, and I, you know, it was just at a time there weren't a lot of books about it or I didn't know to look for a lot of books about it. But, mm-hmm. um, but it, it, yeah, so we started, um, which I look back and I, I don't agree with now, but of course I'm like, for some reason we had this random Ouija board at our house that my, I recently just asked my mom like a month ago, where did you get that? At a rummage sale. Oh, Oh, great. (laughs) What energies did you bring into our home, mother? Um, And then, uh, so I took it to like a sleepover and we were we did contact a mike my uncle oh and then someone else and um yeah and i'm not i'm not from this area so oh. nobody knew like my family's name you know what i mean so yeah yeah so yeah yeah just a bunch of crazy girls but um yeah so that was the only thing i knew what to do with gotcha. uh, you know yeah. but that's so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and that's like, that's, you know, even with myself, you know, with, uh, you know, trying to discover things because I've always hoped that I had gifts mm-hmm. and that I wanted to pursue them. And I did read a book not too long ago. And I, I don't know if Tracy ever told you um, about, uh, she said she thought there was somebody in her house. And I had read a book about how to, um, kind of put your energy into a place. Okay. And um, so I imagine Tracy's house had been there, so I like, I'm like, okay, I'm sending my energy through. Mm-hmm. And I picked up on a tall, thin man that was in a military uniform, and I told her about that, and she was like, you know what, I had, I think it was her grandfather, if I'm not mistaken, um, that was in the Navy. Um, and I was like, and I didn't know, I'm like, okay, did I guess that, or did I actually do it? So that's mm-hmm. where, like, how you said, like, trying to find how to research about it. And that's yeah. where, like, I'm at right now, trying to, like, okay, like, what, where should I be looking? And so I've been, yeah, so yeah. <laughs> I feel <And> you. <laughs> I think, like, books and all the, there's wonderful tools out there, but really um, going into a place where you quiet yourself mm-hmm. and you just ask for what you want. You're like, I would like to um, receive more gifts, or I would like to tap into my gifts. I always mm-hmm. say tap in. Yeah. Um, or I'm ready. Okay. I'm ready, you know. And watch Stay what you ask. Yeah, just be careful, because sometimes, you know, the <laughs> gates will open, and right. yeah. it'll come, and you're like, I'm seeing everything, oh, or, you know, or I'm feeling everything, and... Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, That's that happened with me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like, it was like overwhelming. And then it's just like, okay, please give me what I can handle, you know. Sure. And I'm like, I guess I could handle a lot yeah. for a little while. <laughs> you know, and then you're like, okay. And then it kind of tapers and you're like, what's going on? Give yeah. me more. Give yeah, me more, right. you know. <laughs> so. That's so cool. So there, there are many believe that these types of gifts are passed down through genetics um, do you know of any ancestors of yours or family members that also share your gifts and abilities? My grandmother, and I just found this out not too long ago. Um, I'm named after her. Okay. Uh, like we shared the same name for a long time until I got married, you know, mm-hmm. so 
uh, we're both were Mary Helen Beckers and um, I went over there and she's in her 80s and she just starts talking about some of these things that had happened to her and how she had this knowing before things would happen and how there would be a sign and then she just kind of says I think my mother's here and she she it wasn't a positive energy so I brought her some crystals and some sage and stuff but um but then yeah you could feel that and then um we always knew like my uncle Mike was in my grandmother's home after you know and um and she would always uh, talk about like I think Mike is doing this or that or moving things so but I didn't know she could see things. I thought she was just like, you know, seeing her son, sure, you know, sure. but yeah, she had gifts as well. And, um, my sister, uh, my older sister, um, things would happen to her and it was always like crazy things like covers opening or oh, okay. things flying out. She had that energy anyway. Gotcha. So, and then my younger sister, um, Heather, she sees things. She's actually seen um, and felt like ghosts and spirits. Okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. She had one like go through her, Ooh. like, and yeah, it was yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. Wow. So it's in there, and then yeah. yeah so and our kid, my boys, are able to see orbs and. Really. Yeah, wow. and pain like. Like a knowing, and Cameron has uh, felt negative energy at places before. Gotcha. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what types of methods have you utilized to help you master your abilities? What are certain things you've done to uh, hone in on your abilities? Um, I had worked with a friend of mine, and she was a psychic in town, psychic medium. Um, Sherry Shaffnett. I don't know if you've ever heard of Sherry. Um, but we would just trade services. Like, she would help me just open myself and work with my guides by doing some readings and for me and to tell me, like, these are the things you need to work on. And, of course, then I would just massage her. So it was a really good barter system. Oh, nice. Um, and, but my main thing is, like, tapping into myself and trusting and knowing that um, everything that I'm receiving is real. I don't know if that makes sense at all, but in trusting that. Mm -hmm. But I've, um, I've read books. I, I've, I'm not a big tarot card person. Mm -hmm. Uh, I've had some crazy tarot card readings. Um, (laughs) and, uh, but I use like spirit cards or, um, in crystals. I'm that person that does all that. And, um, but it all comes from inside, Mm -hmm. you know, it's that intuition in that knowing what to do and trusting. Yeah, so it's all these little tools that you can use, and but I really feel like all the books are great and everything, and um, but it's just like I said, just really going inside yourself, gotcha, and um, seeing what you you know what's available and sure. does that make sense? Yeah, okay, it's like finding strength yeah. within yeah. and learning to hone yourself, you know, using your own abilities and. And listening, listening, you know, and like, instead of thinking, okay, the, you know, the sparkle I keep seeing by your head over there, that's not my eyes. That's like, like, oh, thank you. And being, you know, just being thankful, like in, in my head saying, thank you that you're here. You know, obviously you have somebody hanging around you. Somebody's with me. Yeah. So, yeah. Oh, that's that's so cool. And I do go to psychics, you know, and mm-hmm. but I and I go in as a um, this is a form of entertainment, you know, what uh-huh. there might be one message that I could get from this and gotcha. take from it and learn, mm-hmm. you know, or um, yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's it. Yeah, no, that's a fine answer. <laughs> that's good. I've done that, like, <laughs> I had this. Uh, copper pyramid I would sit in and my husband was like why is that in our living room or the family room uh-huh. <laughs> and, and you know sometimes I'd lay in it and I'm like hey. well I read it works, it works. you know so <laughs> oh that's so cool <laughs> I love it 
Have you ever had a friend contact you about their house being haunted? Uh, and if yes, would you be willing to share a story about an, an, any investigation that you've done? I don't, I, you know what, I don't know if I've really done any investigations other than like <laughs> walking into someone's house and being like, you need to smudge. You, yeah. And you well, you know, there is one, my niece just, okay. she had bought a home recently and, um, could feel that crazy energy mm. and then knowing like the backstory of it um first thing I did I I bought her certain crystals and I bought her uh, some sage and palo santo and um and just told her to smudge gotcha. and you know and I think she was feeling some stagnant energy again and I'm like you need to smudge you need to get that out of there um the my mom's house um where she lives in there's energy there okay my grandma had passed there um and like i said we would see shadows um but i smudged there okay. you know and there's been there's been sightings of uh, a white lady who sits at the table there's been a white lady who sits in the back room okay. there's coffee cups that move oh. canisters so I smudge the the energy there. Gotcha. But yeah, yeah. I have. I people have asked me to go with them uh, to like to do like a paranormal thing, and um, I I don't I I'm all excited about it, but crazy nervous about it, and a little scared about it because mm -hmm. you don't know what's there. Right. You know, and I don't want to bring anything home well, to my family. <laughs> I don't blame you one bit. Yeah. That's what has stopped me from doing them. Mm -hmm. um, I've never done one. And I, I, there's always been that part of me that wants to. Mm -hmm. But that is the thought that mm -hmm. comes into my head is yeah. if there's something bad there, I really don't want to bring it home. Because yeah. I'm not yet equipped fully to deal with it. Yeah. And that's where it's just like, mm, like yeah. <laughs> rather not. If you're picking up energies at the grocery store, <laughs> you yeah, know, you yeah. need to be careful about a paranormal <laughs> no, play. Going. Like going to some haunted home. Yes, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so what methods of protection do you use to keep yourself safe from unwanted energies, entities, things like that? Um, I ground myself and it's uh I go through um, an intense grounding, and I do that every day before I work, even. Okay. Um, or certain clients that have different kinds of energy that um, that might be a lot for me. Um, okay. I take a white light and uh, move it through my body, but move it down through my feet into the earth and really feel the earth. Okay. And I bring it back up through me. And then shield myself with a white light and bubble and just, I put words in there. I'm protected and I'm loved and I'm safe and nothing's going, you know, yeah. nothing's going to attach or, okay. you know, and that's, I've always done that and, um, with every client and, um, and there's, it's a lot of, um, I visualize a lot. Like walking out of the massage room, I visualize a shower. I don't need their energy, so I'm clear and clean, washing my hands, letting things go, shaking it off. Um, I release energy every night and morning okay. and um, call my energy back to me gotcha. and really try to raise my vibration. So kind of along with that a little bit, do you... Like, are there certain, do you have, like, a, like, favorite charms? Do you keep any, do you ever, like, keep a crystal with you as added protection or anything like that? Yeah. <laughs> In the beginning, it's, like, there's a lot of women that carry crystals will totally get this. There's, like, we're always stuffing them in our bras. Oh. And so it's a good pocket. Gotcha. You know, you're, like, you know, rose quartz right yeah. here. And, um, you know, and I always wear a knot, like, I wear my necklace with, like, the chakra balancing on it. Um, I try to wear a natural stone, like, all the time um, with earrings um, when I'm not working, like, jewelry, just to that protection. Um, I love... 
there are two stones that are like my mother stones, I call them. And one is the turquoise and it's the beautiful holy turquoise. I like feel so much amazing energy with it. And then the Herkimer diamond and that is so powerful and it just enhances all of these other crystals that I'm carrying or around and it's and they're beautiful. So those are my um my extra protection. I've heard mediums say before that they go into a reading or an investigation that they have to they um they have to open themselves. I've heard them use that term. Um, do you have uh, to open yourself in order to read someone? Um, if so, kind of what is your process of opening up to, to receive these messages? Um, just if I'm going to be working on somebody with a massage and energy work or whatever comes through, um, a lot of the times even just massaging people, it'll just start flowing. And it's... Um, I... I, I'm really careful with words, like when I say open myself up, um, I just don't want anything to come in, you know what I mean? So I, ha you know, I'm careful about that. So what I do is I definitely ground myself and I ask for messages and I say, you're welcome to come in if you're a positive energy, no negativity, um, is welcome here, um, no darkness and if that does come through like I feel it and I, I release it and there's been times that I've had to say you're not welcome you're not welcome you're not welcome so um but that's how I work I don't I wouldn't say I open myself or I'm gonna open myself up to spirits or I'm gonna because I'm afraid of what would come in yeah, and I hate to say the word afraid, but I've had things happen, Right. you know, so I just say you're welcome, mm -hmm. and I make it gentle, gotcha. and um, because it, they need to be safe in that space, Sure. and for me to receive messages through that mm -hmm. as well. Do you receive messages kind of at any time throughout the day, or like, um, I guess I want to ask, like, do you... Do you switch it on and off? You can. you can. Yeah, you know, it's like I um, say I'm going to a sporting event or a concert or, you know, someplace. And um, I definitely try to be safe about it. Right. And then, um, like, switching it on and off or, like, um, when I go to bed. Yeah. I've had, I've had visitors that... <laughs> had messages for people I work on oh. and I'm like I will tell them if you never come here in my bedroom ever again but right. which sounds kind of weird oh, but it's an energy I... that kept coming to me and he's like tell her I'm on her left and I'm like oh. she's she doesn't even know me right. <laughs> you know <laughs> so and so yeah and oh. sorry oh, yeah. to add no, to it a little bit no it. yeah so so um, there are times I, there have been people at the gym I'm next to on the machine or something and I'm like, they got something going on, what's going on, oh, you know, yeah. or, um, or, you know, just seeing people. And there are sometimes that the messages are so strong and I might not even know these people mm -hmm. and you feel like I really need to say something. Go say something. Yeah. And. You know, I hope they don't just think I'm some crazy lady, but who knows what the people think. But most people are really like, thank you. You sure You know, are. Yeah. yeah, they appreciate it. <laughs> oh, that's so, good. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've, I've had some of the my boys' friends say, your mom kind of freaks me out. Really? Yeah. Oh. Just, just because it's just like... That's the unknown. Yeah. You know, the people fear what they don't fully understand mm -hmm. you know <laughs> yeah and i'm like i'm telling you something about you that you're like how would she know you know sure so, kinda, yeah you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> it can catch people off guard you know mm -hmm. i i could see that i guess but <laughs> like yeah people yeah i like if you came up to me like if i didn't know you mm -hmm. i would be fascinated i would just be like oh wow yeah okay, you know? <laughs> good i hope everyone is yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> have you ever felt um, overwhelmed or so frustrated with your abilities that you've ever tried to actually suppress them. Yes. Yeah. Um, and it was um, when I first really started opening and learned how to like get things and for things to come through, uh, a lot was coming through and I didn't understand it. 
I didn't know what any, you know, I'm trying to relay these messages. Um, and I was just getting flooded mm-hmm. with them. And, and then I found that it was at a different place that I worked in um, early in my career. And it was almost like I was somebody's trick pony. Does that make sense? They were oh, like, yeah. go to Mary and see what she said. You know, gotcha. can see or, you know, it's just like, no, it's like there's a side some... show. Yeah. Thing. You know, so, um, so I became a little just, it just it became different for me and then I was just like you know and then some things happened um that kind of freaked me out so I'd shut it I'd shut it down like maybe I shouldn't be tapping it and like you know like that yeah Yeah. because I didn't understand it yet sure Mm -hmm. no that makes sense so I was a dance instructor for many years and I always felt that anyone that wanted to learn how to dance could dance um, that it's a, it's something all of us are capable of if you really want to do it. Do you feel that anyone can develop their psychic abilities if they really want to? Do yeah. You, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> I do. And I think it takes practice and patience. Practice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's it, lots of, pre- lots of patience. Um, mm-hmm. it, yeah. 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 I think so. That I think everyone, everyone has it. Yeah. And it's some people, yeah, some people are meant to um, work with it or tap into it in this lifetime, and some are not. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> and it's what you believe, too. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That has a lot to do with it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, this next one, we were both at the Temple Theater mm-hmm. uh, in Saginaw recently for the premiere of Steve Shippey's haunted Saginaw film, A Haunting on Adam Street. Uh, the Temple Theater is known for being quite haunted. Um, did you happen to pick up on anything while you were there? Yeah. Um, so I kept picking up uh, like a tall, dark shadow in the aisle. Okay. Like not right next to us, just like kind of right behind us. I could just see it out of my, you know, corner of my eye. But then I saw this, ama- like over like the center and to the front, this amazing, like, white swirl. Oh, wow. Yeah. And and then I um, I just kept feeling something over me. And then my, one of my friends that was there, same with her. She's like, something was over us. Oh. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I could feel that, too. And she had said she had seen and felt things there, too. But those okay. were the things I'm like... I kept looking over, like, who's walking down the aisle? Nobody. Nobody. Really. Yeah. But that white swirl, it was like, just, yeah, it was really cool. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know uh, if you've ever watched some of his investigations prior to that at all. Uh, the Temple Theater one that he has out there is very interesting, and they, they catch a lot of of stuff. Oh, okay. Apparitions in the aisles. And oh, really? Like oh, really? Yeah. Okay. So it's very fascinating. <clears throat> I know while I, while we were there, I, ca- I said to, um, the girl sitting next to me, my friend Cassandra, I said, something keeps pulling my energy up to the, uh, the balconies. Like mm. I kept, my eyes just kept wanting to go there, but I don't know. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. 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 Everything so, was watching. Yeah. Right. <laughs> um, so, okay, next question. Mm-hmm. Have you ever, or would you be interested in working with the police to ever, like, help solve cold cases? Sometimes you hear them about reaching out to psychics and things like that. Uh, have you ever been a part of anything like that? No. Or, no, no okay. I haven't. And I haven't really thought about it. I've watched shows on it, and I uh-huh. thought that was really cool. And I'm like, I, yeah, I, mm-hmm. I... I just have I'm not there. No, not there. You know, I get it. No worries. Um, so um, I'm a fan of the show The Dead Files mm-hmm. with Amy Allen. I love and, her. Oh, I do too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, and she uh, she had one time said, uh, "No one medium is ever 100% accurate all of the time, and if they are, you'd better be asking how." Um, it, would you agree with that statement? A hundred percent. I, yeah, because I've experienced it. And like I said, like the tarot card stuff, like I've had like a reading and my niece is sitting next to me and she had a reading and, um, we're like, I don't think that was right, you know? And, and it was, it was, uh, 
interesting. The woman said, you're not married. You're never ha- you'll never have kids. Uh, you're not happy in your career. Oh. She was just naming all of these really bad things. And oh. um, I'm like, I've been married for 25 years. <laughs> you know, I have two children that are grown. You right. know, and it's like, I'm very happy in my career. You know, <laughs> yeah. and she, and then, um, so we're like, did you read her? Did you read her? And she's telling my niece, you're very spiritual and, you know, you have abilities and stuff like that. And um, my niece, um, yeah, she's just like, yeah, I don't think she was right. So I don't think everybody is correct 100% of the time or maybe they're picking up a different energy. And it's like, even when I say things like... um, Paul, Pete, you know, mm-hmm. we don't know where that comes from, Yeah, you know, yeah. so, yeah. Yeah, so, trying to find where the connection is, and maybe one day I'll be like, oh, Paul. Oh, there's <laughs> Paul, there's Pete, thanks for crossing my path. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. so I, I don't think so. I okay. think, and sometimes we read into things where um, instead of getting that message from, mm-hmm. you know, spirit or your higher power or whatever, right. um, you start thinking yourself and there's been times that I thought this reading isn't coming from the higher power or whoever she taps into Mm -hmm. she's just has a really strong opinion (laughs) or something yeah 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 yeah. so I've often heard that psychics and mediums um talk about their spirit guides Mm -hmm. could you tell tell me a little bit about them and what they do for you like does, does some have like different purposes than others Um, yeah yeah and um like my main spirit guide I talk to um and call on to most of the time is like I said chieftain and Mm -hmm. um you know he's that person where if I have a even like a really long day at work you know I ask um for guidance from him Mm -hmm. or like the energy you know, from him to continue and, uh, protection. And, um, the last little reading I had gotten, um, they told me to, to ask and talk to my spirit guides more because we all have homework, you know, we have to continue to do this. (laughs) And I was looking for a certain ring and I'm like, I'm going to try it. And I'm like, it's my favorite ring. I don't know where it is. And I'm like, okay. (laughs) where is it chieftain guide me to where this ring is and you know of course I did find it but I was just like I'm gonna try this you know you know but we I do like um uh ask for help on a um like on a spiritual level a physical level you know emotional level and some guidance yeah as a massage therapist Mm -hmm. you obviously work very closely with people um, my husband being one of your clients, uh, he just loves you, by the way. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> uh, do you um, do you advertise yourself um, as someone who does readings to all your clients, or do you keep it kind of separate? Um, uh, does that make sense? It does make um, sense. Um, I It's both. Okay. Um, there are clients that have no clue anything about me okay. other than I'm Mary the massage therapist. Gotcha. Or, and then I have um, people that know that, um, you know, their loved ones might come through or I might have a message for them. Mm-hmm. Um, there's strictly people that I work energy work on okay. um, with helping release things that they're holding on to. Um, that might be collecting in like their body, like their hips or their shoulders with that energy work. Um, but not everybody knows. Okay. No, it's, and, but I also feel, and I've always thought this, everybody comes to me for a reason. Mm-hmm. And, um, if they come to me for a really lovely deep tissue massage, um, we eventually break into that. Mm-hmm. Like, um, yeah, I'm feeling your energy. Can I tell you a little a couple things that I'm picking up? Okay. And that I say that a lot, you mm-hmm. know, and I because it's um it's it's gentle for okay. them to hear, you know, yeah. other than your grandma's here right, <laughs> right. now, you know, <laughs> that might scare somebody. Right. That might be but, a little jarring. Um but I think a lot of people know and I've had people say, I wondered, you know, and mm-hmm. they can kind of tell, you okay. know. Okay. 
I try to stay true to who I am, you Absolutely. know, and it's yeah. just like, um, you know, I, or I get, you don't look like you can do that. And I'm like, what do well, I, <laughs> I don't have my turban on today or, you know, or my crystal ball, but, um, you know, but it's, yeah. 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 I have both. I have both. Yeah. Both, mm -hmm. Okay. Do you want to hear so, my scariest one? Yeah. Okay. Actually, yes. What is okay. your scariest paranormal experience? Okay, so <laughs> it was doing energy work on a woman, and that um, it, it, I think it was like 18 years ago, and uh, this woman had gifts as well, and she was very open and such a beautiful light of a woman, and um, she had been out. Um, on the west coast with her sister in the hospital and her sister was in the hospital and she stayed there with her okay. so that's a little background about that so yeah. I'm doing energy work and then I'm at her solar plexus and I just and my hands are there and my eyes are closed and I feel this and I see this tall dark man behind me that's much much taller than me very thin, dark clothes, dark hat, and I feel him reach around and hold on to my forearms. Oh. And I could tell, oh, I'm getting goosebumps right now. Mm -hmm. um, I could tell that the energy was negative and what he was doing there wasn't positive. So um, I ended the session. I went out to the desk and... Um, Two, like my sister was working there and another woman and I told them about it and I pushed up my sleeves and there were red marks on my forearms oh and my um, so when my client came out I said I was telling her and she goes don't say anything and she closes her eyes and she said he's tall he's dark he's slender he has a dark hat and she explained she just told me everything uh -huh. and um that freaked me out like no other. Like I could feel that forever. Yeah. So we went in and smudged and cleared the room and <laughs> uh, did all that. And yeah. um, But that was like, he was in my energy field. Oh, okay. And I and I asked her, I said, what, what, are, what is your take on that? Yeah. He, she said, he came back with me. I've been feeling him. Oh, okay. And he came back with her from the hospital, she felt, and um, saw that I was giving energy. Oh, Thought he'd take some. Gotcha. So, yeah, so that one was pretty scary. Yeah, that one. Yeah, really that one kind of made me stop for a little while and. Take a little break. What am I doing here? <laughs> right. So, oh. yeah, so that one was, yeah. That's scary. Yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Rightfully so. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Um, so, uh, what does your family think about your abilities? Um, and I know you've already said, actually, that your children uh, do exhibit some gifts that are mm -hmm. themselves. Um, what do, so, uh, how, how, how do they feel, like, about your abilities? Um, one time, uh, I'm always like telling you stories, so oh, if that's stories, okay, okay, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so one time I was working on my older son, and um, we all you always ask for permission, and I don't have to verbally ask permission oh, to work on your energy. You can just do it, and right. um, I put my hands on him, and I try to tap in, and I get boom, he shut me out. Oh. So. Um, I mean, that's a little off the subject, oh, no, no, no. but it's just like working on him. He obviously didn't want me to tap into him at that time. So I respected that. To... Yeah. To... Okay. Yeah. Just gotcha. to be like, I'm shutting her out. She doesn't need to know what's going on. <laughs> you know, she's my mom. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. <laughs> and then, um, but they've grown up around it with me using a pendulum or gotcha. crystals or you know very, they're very used to it yeah they're it's used small. to it that's just what my mom does i my husband's hit and miss you know <laughs> sometimes we'll watch like shows and they're really off the wall and i'm like i don't even believe in that one you know but right. um you know there was a few things like um, when his mom passed. I'm like, I don't know if this makes you feel more comfortable, but your your grandpa and your sister are going to be there to help her cross oh. over, and um, and he just said okay, 
And, but I, you know, I'm just like, you got a little something going on over here. And, but then he'll surprise me sometimes and I'll find that there's a rose quartz in the dryer from his clothes that he's put in his pocket or he'll text me, are you sending me energy right now? You know, so, but the, you know, the kids are fine and, um, yeah. And I, I. I, th- I think they're okay with it. Well, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. <laughs> we all laugh and joke about some things too, but yeah, yeah but they're okay with it. Yeah. Okay. So I know a few people now that have benefited greatly from coming to see you, both physically and spiritually. And I think what you do is amazing. Thank you. And just fascinating. It's just awesome. Uh, so I just, uh, what is your mantra? What, or your message for life that you that you kind of set yourself to every day. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, um, So when I'm here, um, I started saying, um, even during the massage, like during the whole thing, like um, I'm an immortal spiritual being. I'm one with the universe. Um, Anything is possible. And then I'd repeat and repeat and repeat. And I did that one time um, on a man and it was, uh, his wife is a medium and he's just like, that was the best massage ever. You really felt, I felt like you were really in, you know, in tune and, um, but that's been my, you know, I say that, you know, if I find myself, um, my mind wandering or whatever, I'll just, I'll say that or I'll get back on track. And I think that, um, it just helps reconnect me and ground me. And, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then I'm always, like, my, uh, I, I'm a big love wins person. That's yep. my other one. I love that. Yeah, so that's why I loved what you were getting earlier. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, cool. mm-hmm. that's, I'm like, that is the coolest. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. That's awesome. Well, and we're at the final question. Okay. Uh, so, very simply... What's your favorite scary movie? Oh, okay. <laughs> so, I had stopped watching scary movies for a long time because I felt like I was opening myself oh, up to, to yeah, yeah, like the paranormal stuff. I still haven't watched uh, okay. that because I'm like, no, because they're going to be in my bedroom right. or something. You know, because yeah. I, I felt that. Mm-hmm. I grew up... Um, this might be a long answer, oh, so sorry. Go for it. Okay, no, so yeah. I grew up, um, and my mom was, um, and her friends were so into scary movies, and we grew up in a time where we had to rent the VCR and stuff oh, okay. in the video tapes. Yep. <laughs> uh, but she would, we would watch all of these uh, scary movies. I remember being a young child and watching The Exorcist, Ooh. and uh, now I shy away from commercials that are scary sometimes but um as a kid I think Poltergeist was my absolute favorite but I was also like we watched really weird ones like Salem's Lot Uh I don't know if you've ever seen that and the drill that would never get on my head and the fog I mean that's the stuff that would scare me and um the blob (laughs) you know it's like those are uh just a lot of, I think I was a little obsessed with Poltergeist uh, for a long time. Mm-hmm. So you're going to find this very funny, not to interrupt you. No, you're totally fine. But the film, actually, that I'm going to be discussing for the episode that your interview is going to be part of is Poltergeist. Oh, really? <laughs> <laughs> so that's quite funny. That's <laughs> cool. That's one of your favorites. Yeah, yeah <laughs> it is. And uh, yeah, I was so drawn to that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And there's so much behind it. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. There's sure. like, it goes into, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, yeah, those were That's like so some funny. of the favorites. Wow. Yeah. I've never watched like, um, Saw or anything like that, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. I have. Those are a different type of it's horror. They, they went for the gore mm-hmm. and everything, which I... I can do without. I, mm-hmm. I'm very much into the um, uh, the mind uh, yeah. stuff. Uh, stuff where they, I've always said, um, when they can make you use your own imagination to scare you, that's a good scary movie where they had to show you very little. Yeah. Um, and 
those are the ones that always seem to get to me the most, uh, that I have trouble turning off the lights after I've watched one. <laughs> yeah. Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the oh. first one, scared scared me. We were, we had we were watching it as a family, like my mom and sisters, and my older sister is five. She was five years older than me, and for some reason we had the great idea after watching it to go to the store because we wanted to get Doritos or something. Oh, okay. And so my mom, while we were changing, getting ready, called our neighbor to lie down in the bed of her truck and jump out while we were oh. in there. So a lot of that was scary, right, you know? Sure. So to me, that was like, that's one of the scary ones because sure. of everything. But those are the older ones mm -hmm. that I find frightening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I've always gravitated towards like the classics. I just, I love the, and, um, Psycho. Yep. Mm -hmm. That one. Horrifying. Yeah, yeah, and I could, yeah, like all of them. Yes. Even Vince Vaughn won. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, yep, no. so, yeah. yeah. <laughs> awesome. I could have sat and talked with Mary for hours. She is just such a neat lady, and I feel honored to call her my friend. The energy work she has done on me has brought forward information about two past lives I've lived so far. I've had family members who have come through to deliver messages. She's introduced me to a couple of my spirit guides, realigned my chakras, and so much more. Mary owns and operates her own business in Midland, Michigan called Essential Balance. If you are interested in scheduling an appointment with her, you can reach out to her at 802-318-7009. Thank you so much, Mary, for sharing your gifts with the world. You have no idea the amount of good that you do and the people that you help. I found it quite funny that Mary's favorite horror movie is Poltergeist, our finale for this season. Uh, one of my, one of the messages that my dad had to say was everything happens for a reason. I feel that this was affirmation that Mary and I were meant to meet and that we are on our true paths. So without further delay, let's talk a little bit about Poltergeist. On June 4, 1982, Poltergeist would bust through the ceiling of haunted house films and leave such a mark on the world of horror that 40 years later, we are still talking about it. It is one of the most beloved horror films of all time for many different reasons. With Steven Spielberg in the driver's seat, I'm not surprised. It has a little something for everyone. Now, if you haven't seen the film, which I would be very shocked if many of my listeners haven't, but I'll give you a quick summary. Steve and Diane Freeling, along with their three children, live in a new subdivision in California. Little did this family know the land that the house was built on was, you guessed it, built on a very old burial ground. Now, we know how lazy some of us Americans can be. When the burial site was being relocated for the building of the subdivision, they moved the headstones, but left the bodies in the ground. Oh! Well, now you can't blame the spirits for being a little, a little upset about this. The Freeling's youngest daughter, Carol Ann, awakens in the middle of the night to see the snowy white TV screen on. Now, some of you might not remember the 70s and 80s, but there used to be a time at night that most stations would stop airing and it would go to just a static white screen. Yes, this was a thing. Anyways, the young Carol Ann can hear voices coming from the TV. We can't hear them, but she can. She has abilities, like Mary. After a brief conversation... The ghosts come through the screen and fly into the wall of the house. The house begins to shake, waking the parents from their slumber 
to find their little girl staring at the TV. And up, out comes the iconic line, They're here. And the fun takes off from there. I'd like to say the activity starts off small, but I can't honestly say that. One of the first things that happens is while Diane is doing her wifely duties in the kitchen, we see her walk from the kitchen table over near the sink. Within seconds, she turns around and all the chairs are stacked up on top of the table in a very unnatural way. Now, that would be enough for most folks to say, fuck this, but no. Diane starts experimenting with the energy, drawing on the floor where the energy seems to be focused. She could get the spirits to move objects across the floor from one circled spot to the other. Then she even takes her own daughter, Carol Ann, and sets her down on the circle and watches her go sliding across the floor. Now, you know you're in the 80s when parents are letting ghosts move their kids around the room. Parents were just uh, so much more chill back then. (laughs) So everyone is kind of cool with the ghost situation for a little bit until shit starts to go south. One night, the creepy old tree outside of Robbie's window decides it's going to bust through and try to gobble him up. While this is going on, Carol Ann gets sucked into the world in between worlds. We can steal a little word from the Insidious films and we'll call this the further. Now it's time to enlist the help of the cutest little psychic we ever did see, Tangina. And she steals the show, by the way. Between her and Diane, they are my favorite characters. Tangina figures out where the dimensional openings are in the home and devises a plan to go in and get Carol Ann. After a very exciting and epic scene, Diane emerges from the further with Carol Ann. Tangina and her team have earned some rest, but the terror is not over. The spirits return with a vengeance in an all-out war on the Freelings. After narrowly escaping being pulled into the further once again, and surviving a dip in the unfinished swimming pool with skeletons, the family decides they've had enough and find a hotel just as the credits start rolling. Of course, this was a summed-up version. There is so much more to this amazing movie. If you haven't seen it, you should be punched in the neck. Watch it, fool. There's also two sequels you need to watch, too, so do that while you're not doing anything. So let's talk a little bit about what made this movie so good. First of all, again, it's Steven Spielberg. Um, I don't think I'm required to say much more. Uh, Second, the actors sold it. They were so lovable and relatable. Joe Beth Williams and Craig T. Nelson were exactly how I remember my parents from back in the 80s and 90s. I absolutely love the scene where they are... uh, let's say, uh, smoking their ceremonial herbs in bed and laughing their asses off, reminiscing about their past. It's, it's just the cutest scene that just shows you how real they are. It's a scene that allows you to connect with them. Another great scene that almost makes me cry every time I see it is when Carol Ann is lost in the further, and they're trying to communicate with her. Obviously, the family's very distraught. And Carol Ann's spirit moves right through her mother, Diane. And she has this great tearful monologue where she is saying things like, she went through me, she went through my soul. Jo Beth Williams, who plays Diane, is an incredible actress. And when she is doing this scene, you can't help but feel the love that she has for her daughter and her yearning to get her back. It's it's just quite an incredibly heart-touching scene. <laughs> Another one of my favorite moments, um, again with Diane, is uh, she had just been attacked in bed and was dragged across the ceiling while her kids were trying to be sucked into this portal in their room. Diane makes her way off the ceiling, goes through this whole ordeal trying to get to her children, ends up in the unfinished pool outside during a storm, and these skeletons are coming up from out of the water. Which, there is a rumor that those were possibly real skeletons that they used. I'm not sure if that's 100% true or not, but moving on. She makes her way back into the house. The hallway to her children has been extended quite long, but nothing is about to stand in this mother's way. 
She starts off limping down the hall, slowly picking up speed. And as her badass instincts kick in, she goes into a full-on sprint to get to her children, as any warrior mom would do. Just a great, powerful moment in the film, which is another aspect that made this movie fantastic. Amidst the horror all around them, you couldn't help but feel the love that this family had for one another. It's a beautiful thing, really. As I mentioned earlier, with so many different types of horror out there, this movie had quite a bit to satisfy everyone's style. It has the ghostly, paranormal, invisible terror with the moving of objects. It has a little bit of gore when one of the investigator's flesh is seemingly melting away off of his face. It's got jump scares, and of course, thanks to Mr. Spielberg, some pretty damn awesome special effects, especially for 1982. I really have zero critiques for the original Poltergeist. I think it is the perfect film and should never be touched. Oh, that's right. Someone tried. <laughs> yes, they certainly tried. I gotta say, I did not enjoy the 2015 reboot, folks. I watched it just before writing this episode. I had heard it was not particularly good, and the, the rumors were very true. So, here's the thing. If you're going to do a remake of a classic film, be respectful to the original story. In the reboot, we have a whole new family, different names and everything, but it's the same setup, mom, dad, three kids. Carol Ann is now Maddie, and she has dark hair, opposite of our platinum blonde, iconic, creepy, yet lovable Carol Ann. The psychic is now a big, tall man with a TV show, not the adorable, tiny little Tangina who you just wanted to hug. Also, we took the story out of 1982 and brought it into 2015. Fuck that. And maybe that's where the disconnect is for me. I, I think I'm just getting a little too old. I'm a child of the 80s, and I have a hard time relating to the dynamics of today's families, I guess. I don't know. The paranormal activity and scares were similar to the original. Because um, I, I did find myself jumping a couple times. <gasps> but the writing was just weak. And I found myself chuckling at how corny a lot of the lines were. It just felt like the project was extremely rushed, and who knows, maybe it was. I do believe that if the proper producer, director, and writers had gotten hold of this script, and they would have done a true retelling using the same characters from the original, I think it would have been better received. I do have a couple examples of how uh, that can be done successfully. Um, one would be the Amityville Horror reboot with my twin, Ryan Reynolds. <laughs> hey, I have had a few people say that I am the love child between Ryan Reynolds and Jason Statham, which is a huge compliment, by the way. <whistles> Anyways, the Amityville Horror reboot told exactly the same story as the original, but with today's technology. And for me, it was actually scarier than the original. Now, I loved the original, and I loved the reboot. Another good example would be Stephen King's It. Just it, They just retold the story, and it was amazing. I feel that if they had approached Poltergeist 2015 in that same way, it just would have done a lot better. Now, the sequels to the original Poltergeist were done uh, very well also. They were just as scary as the original, and they brought us the incredibly horrifying Reverend Kane, played by Julian Beck. Oh my god, was that man terrifying. <laughs> I had nightmares about him as a child, and any time I saw a, a tall, skinny old man, after I saw that movie, I thought it was Preacher Kane. The, uh, the great tragedy that I do want to mention very briefly was the untimely death of the young actress who played Carol Ann, Heather O'Rourke. She tragically passed away during the filming of Poltergeist 3. Actually, the scene at the end of that film where Carol Ann is being carried away uh, with her back to us was not Heather. Uh, she had already passed before that scene was shot. 
Um, also, another tragedy was the death of Julian Beck, who played Reverend Kane. He had died before the filming of Poltergeist 3. I would like to take a moment and thank both of them for bringing their talents to the silver screen and for giving us these iconic characters that will never be forgotten. Poltergeist will forever remain a monolith of a horror film until long after I become a ghost myself. To me, it set the bar for paranormal activity films from that point forward, which is what this entire season has been focused around. There are so many of us out there that seek to prove the existence of the afterlife, but in my opinion, I feel like we have proven it. There is such an abundance of documented occurrences, video footage, eyewitness accounts, and a multitude of so many types of captured evidence now that I don't know how anyone can continue to refute it. But as we all know, there's always a party pooper out there waiting to drop a stinky one on just about any subject, isn't there? (laughs) But that's okay. As my mother always says, it takes all kinds to make the world go round. Even the kinds that you just want to push in front of a speeding ambulance just for the sheer irony of it. I believe that the world of the unexplained is just waiting for our world of science to catch up to it. One day we will look back and say, Do you remember when we didn't know shit about all this stuff we call paranormal and now we don't even use that word paranormal anymore? Because we've just got it all figured all out? I think that day will come. The world of magic is very real. It may not quite be like we see in the movies, but trust me, it's real. We exist on a floating ball in an infinite universe circling around a massive fireball, and we dare to say that magic isn't real. Hmm. Well... I can't thank you all enough for joining me on this journey through Season 2 of Steve's Horror Section. I'm hoping to do a little more with my show this coming year. Um, I would like to take a kind of a different approach and kind of stay a little bit more relevant doing uh, new horror films as they are released. And then I'll do something big and special like I always do during Halloween. We'll see how things go. I'm still working a full-time job, so it's tricky sometimes to find time to do all this. But I've managed to pull all of this together so far, so I've proven to myself that it can be done. And I leave you with this final quote of the season. We all have pasts. We all made choices that maybe weren't the best ones. None of us are completely innocent, but we get a fresh start every day to be a better person than we were yesterday. So let go of yesterday and move forward in life. Anywho, thank you all for following me again into the darkness. And to all my fellow children of the dark, have a very scary Halloween. And I'll see you next time. Steve's Horror Section is an independently produced podcast. If you would like to become a supporter of the show, you can visit my Patreon page at patreon.com slash stevesshorrorsection. The music and sound effects on my show are provided by epidemicsound.com. <laughs>